0: Hello and welcome to Three of the Termstones. we take an in-depth look at the Royal League of Scottish Football, joined as always by James and Muzz, how are you gentlemen? I'm okay, aye. Good, Muzz? Uh, not
1: bad, yes, not bad, thank you.
0: Good, so this week we're doing our League 1 and League 2 combo because like last week, the games are just coming absolutely rapidly, so by the time we do predictions and kind of dedicated episodes are out of date, by the time we manage to get them up on YouTube, so uh, we'll just have kind of a general for for a spell and just kind of see how we think things are going. Um, but like I say the games are coming absolutely constantly. What we did this week as well was we took an in-depth look at the Hearts squad um, it's kind of in the news just now, isn't it? It's relevant about players we would keep sell, uh, loan and, and potential signings we'd look to bring in if we were Hearts to, to help them moving forward. So you can check that episode out uh, on YouTube uh, or on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where you also find our kind of back catalogue um, and so uh, any comments, feedback or criticisms you can get us on Twitter at Turnstiles there, or let's like, say under the YouTube uh, videos, you can just comment on there because we check them relatively frequently. Um, if you are on YouTube, if you could do us a massive favour in the next five seconds and like the video and subscribe to the channel, we would be forever in your debt. Um, so before we get into the nitty-gritty of the... I don't know how you even fathom League One these days. It's absolutely ridiculous. You said in a, the group chat and another group chat earlier, didn't you? it's just absolutely mental League One and, and especially.
2: Yeah, and Jim McAnally, the head manager, said himself that you can't predict any of the scores now, so I'm kind of glad we're swerving the predictions today. <laughs>
0: the two are not related. Um, before we get into it, Muzz, you got a gentleman for us?
2: I uh, do. Um, this one's by Alert Mongoose, a um, Dundee uh, United fan, with a rather racy profile picture, but um, I'm not going to that at the moment. Who
0: yeah, is it? Um,
1: distracted, Muzz. It's... It's Morris
0: and his United. This,
2: no, it's um, a picture of two up front. Oh, is it? If you want to call it <laughs> that, I'll say no more. Lee Carsley uh, and Thomas
0: Javison playing forever.
2: It's, too, it's, it's more like they look more like Stephen A. Smith and uh, Liam Boyce, but <laughs> I'll leave the rest to your imagination. But, um, the, yeah, his German spot goes. Uh, once played a poker game in a dodgy-looking pub with a few mates. Davy Dodds, in brackets, he owned the pub, was also playing along with our man Charlie Miller. So there's Charlie Miller popping up in a pub in Dundee again.
0: Was it surprise, him that, surprise. that the puggy? I
2: pressed the wrong answer. Aye, the yeah, <laughs> he was the one that intervened with <laughs> on, the, on the on the quiz machine with the wrong answer and then sort of <laughs> waddled back to his table,
1: uh, not giving a fuck. Well, um, the same pub. Ah, you're now ah, wondering if he's, he's got, really got a wee stake in that um that little puggy.
0: <laughs> yeah. He just uh,
1: empties it at the end of the night. Oh no! Uh,
2: well, he goes on to say Barry Robson turned up near the end but didn't participate. Uh, needless to say, Charlie was all mouth but lost fairly quickly.
1: Uh, he was he was pretty sound though.
0: <laughs> pretty sound. That's very that... on
1: brand based on the other the other story we have heard. Uh, uh, I like uh, the way he's
0: just he's just pretty sound. Not yeah, not yeah. like a really sound guy. He was alright. <laughs> It's all right, um, decent. So uh, if you can match that with journeyman spots, like I said, Twitter at TurnstilesNet there, or YouTube comments, and see what you can see what you can do. So, Muzz, yesterday, James was just saying actually, maybe before we started filming, within um, what was it James? Seven draws across the yeah, ten games, games
1: seven draws, and a couple of decent, um, a couple of heavy beatings, or a couple of decent decent beatings there. So. It's either all or nothing. And another reason actually to be fair, I'm glad we, we've been swerving the predictions for a while because I do like to predict a draw, but I mean, I'm not been I'm been not calling good. that one. But basically I think it's everyone in League One or largely four five. Yeah.
0: Everyone apart from... well Airdrie won, didn't they? Must well, great result for them and East Five kind of bottled it otherwise they'd have picked up a victory as well. But great win for Air That's two on the bench now isn't it where they're win over is it the Barton they beat on did they play Saturday I'm losing track yeah right.
2: Yeah, it was Dumbarton on Thursday night before uh, Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, played so close, yeah, yeah. Brill- brilliant win for Airdrie. I think as it, happened, as it happens now with fans these days, Where uh, were especially you on started, with, with social media. I was at Forfar Edinburgh oh, City oh, on so, Saturday. Oh, okay. I was at uh, Dumbarton Montrose last night as well. Mm. I, I just put new tyres on and they're basically needing changed again already. <laughs> um,
0: but aye, no.
2: Brilliant win for Airdrie. They're six points off the top now, so... Um, I
0: was looking at that last I, night. Aye, I, I, I but good. Go, go. Such
2: such is the league. Sorry to carry on, but such is the league that before that Dunbarton game, there were six points off bottom place, so it's nuts.
0: I think, would you agree, Muzz, AJ? Airdrie are probably... They're nine clear, aren't they, of the relegation playoff, And they? They're in 22 and it's 15 So they're in a position now where, say they're drawing their next game with 20 to go, they're in a position now to just go for it and not worry necessarily about looking over their shoulder. They're in a position now where, they can just go for wins.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm more than capable of beating any team home or away in that league. It's just uh, I think it's just putting a consistent run together, which has been been the issue. But yeah, it's a, it's all to play for.
0: And without going to the it cut you off. Just, you just things, go? uh, just without going OT well, team has just what we're on air to the now. Their bench last night, frightening, eh? Huh? Thompson, Robert, Sabatini, Carrick, Connell, Stokes.
2: Yeah, that's testament to the, the quality of the squad and um, I think the manager's gone with roughly the, the same team that beat Dumbarton and I can see the logic to that because that was the win that stopped that we, run mm-hmm. and Dumbarton are like almost impossible to break down at the moment. Um, Falkirk couldn't do it, although they, well, they, they couldn't beat them, sorry. Uh, Airdrie just managed to, Aberdeen toiled for about 80 minutes to, to mm-hmm. score, they yeah. kept the, the, probably one of the form teams, Montrose, we kept them shut out last night. So
0: I like the the... Are
2: just, I'll get to them. Well, might not have time to, but Dumbarton are talking about a team that are probably not, their leaked position doesn't really reflect like how Aye. decent they are.
0: Well, we'll come to them. I just, I want to just ask James, son, and then you can have your, your point, James. So there was an interesting change attack by Folkert last night. I think it was maybe there was 15 minutes to go, 15, 20 to go. And they'd had Keenan and them playing up front, they took them off and brought on Salmon and Miller. <laughs> so all, and I think Blair Alston kind of alluded to it in the interview, didn't he? They, 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 they can go long when they need to go long. And those two trundling off the bench for 15 to go, you'd be panicking a wee bit if you were the urge centre half.
1: Aye, but at the same time, when we've certainly when I've spoken about the urge centre halves, it's it's not been with criticism that I've levelled at them it hasn't been their ability to go and win headers, because they've mm-hmm. got Two boys with big magnet heads, man. Uh-huh. Um, Enhan in that region, they, they'll go and win it. And I remember, to be fair, an interview with Lee Miller a while back where he was like, oh, I backed myself to to win a header with anyone throughout my whole career. Now, admittedly, that was, that was his thinking. we went down south, but he'll still like he was still back it. Mm-hmm. Conor will not fancy that he's going to go and lose any headers, but similarly, a lot of players in the injury team will fancy that they'll be winning headers as well. So, I, I don't know. I've got Blair Alston's point when he was like, aye, if we're struggling, we'll just hit a channel and Morrison will run on it. But I think it's, you're almost changing the dimensions when you just put on boys like Salmon and, and Miller because you're just laying out, like here's what we're going to do and you better deal with it. And if they <laughs> are like, well, we are going to deal with it. Thanks very much.
0: I suppose as soon it's as the M2 came on. be any
1: extra sort of dynamic or any like, dimension. It's telegraph and here's how we're going to play for the last 15, 20 minutes and we're going to cross our fingers that it works.
0: I suppose, you with like the urge of defence, when them two come on, you can just go 5, five 10, 15 yards higher, can't you, and just kind of squeeze the game. Although Morrison's probably yeah. a threat coming from Deeper, but with them two up top, the centre-halves can just go and latch on and push high, push high, let's like say 5, 10, 15 yards.
2: Yeah, Jim, James is right. It's not going to faze anybody. Um, every team in that league are just shelling it right now, and you can kind of understand why everybody's just going for it slash trying to survive. Um, Forford did it against Edinburgh City. Um, they they kind of rushed Stephen Dorris back to bring him mm. on, and when you bring Stephen Dorris off the bench, you're not going to say like, oh, what, what are they going to do? What are Aye. they going to do here? For, for, hmm, scratch scratching my head. They're just going to launch it uh, and try and hit him. So James is right. The defenders know exactly what's coming. They they, they trained for it all week. They prepare for it. They can adjust quickly to those situations. It's just the shapes and the numbers and Mm-hmm. Exactly, where on the pitch those guys are going to be. How,
0: how was your game last night? Then I wasn't surprised when I saw that Jones didn't start after the absolute shift that he put in against uh, Aberdeen. He ran himself on the ground. Man. Uh,
2: he was warming up and he was sort of he got he was finished his warm up and was running past, um, and somebody in the stand behind me sh- sh- shouted, "You know, like you did well against Aberdeen or whatever," and he said, "I," he said, "I cheers, I'm still knackered." <laughs> so, I think like. He'll uh, probably been in
0: the graft yesterday through the day and Monday probably. I don't know what he does. He might not have been, but it might not be a manual job. But he'd still probably been working.
2: Aye, loads of these guys will have been. So it's such a. I don't. You don't. The good thing, the nice thing about this, you don't hear anyone complaining because everyone was so keen to get back playing and they're all just getting on with it. And the managers have been quite astute at tweaking their squads. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Stuart Malcolm was talking about. The, Forford have got like four games. Well, they we played one of them the other night, but they've got like four right, games. they the up. Scottish, aren't
0: they? It's against like game United,
2: of, yeah. It's like a game every second, every second day, and he, he sort of said that like he was asked how you're going to deal with it, and he said, well, we, we don't know because nobody's ever experienced this before. Mm-hmm. So we just have to we just have to rotate and try and but still try and work out a team oh, to put out the pitch yeah. that's going <laughs> to beat beat the opposition. So. It's a real game. It's a game of chess, really, isn't it? Was a draw fair last night? Uh, yeah, definitely draw's fair. Um, Sam Ramsbottom again, by the way, he's pulled out some brilliant uh, reflex saves. Why not just keep him if Um, you're morning? Going back to
0: your goalkeeping thing, at morning. uh, just keep him.
2: (laughs) certainly. On on the form he's on, that um, he's completely kind of banished that mistake from anyone's memory because he's he's put on three or four, three or four like. Not match winning displays because it's not one but point saving displays you could say. Mm-hmm. Um but um, Montrose looked a bit tired. They
0: did they went up to to their best. Did they um, go so extra a, time on Saturday? I'm sure I think. Montrose, uh, No, they won comfortable, didn't they, against the, uh uh
2: they were uh, up at Fraserburgh League, wasn't or, they? It? or something, uh, like.
0: Um
2: but uh, yeah, Dumbarton, they're just yeah, they're just so difficult to break down.
0: And and um, and you think they're in a false position?
2: I think so because um, I think they can they can play some all right stuff as well. And I just think well they've they've had a good restart um, after since the COVID break. The form doesn't like tell at all. But let's not forget the two draws they've got were away to Falkirk and home to Montrose, the first mm-hmm. and third team in the league.
0: Aye, um, true,
2: true. And Jones has come on. Talking of Jones, is uh, you know he's come on to such a game. Um, that was a, against Falkirk. It's the best I've seen him playing a long time. He's bulked out. Um, he's brings the ball under control a lot more. He he's quite you know astute with his flick-ons, and he's brought a lot more to his game after. You me, you'd, looking,
0: you'd was, kind of questioned him in you earlier in the season.
2: Not well. Yeah, I questioned him when he was at Strenar, um, because he came from amateur football and. Uh, he he looked a lot slimmer and he just mm-hmm. looked, you know, he looked like a, a really raw amateur player, but he's I think he's really, really kicked on. Him and Russell McLean for Montrose. Oh,
1: uh, definitely.
2: Two big kind of bean pole strikers that were um lacking a, a few attributes, but have really kicked on.
0: And James, will Ian McCall have been buying breakfast at Tiffany's after his goal last night?
1: That's awful. Um I don't even get that. So I think Scott Tiffany scored. I think that was a ah. a push. Um, a worse statement than a result for Partick <laughs> that was. Um, yeah, and or it,
0: to it, be fair, it, well, it was
1: almost what I was going to ask Mus uh, earlier in terms of like, because he he touched on um, some fans being a bit annoyed on social media, and I think a bit annoyed might uh, be an understatement for some of them. I just wonder how much it is expectations. expectations. Um, so Falkirk fans, you can see getting frustrated because their expectations are real stroller. And for me, it's almost delusions of grandeur for Falkirk because I think justifiably they're in League One uh, just now. I think they're also justifiably on their way out. But yeah, the Park fans as well will have expectations that we're not a League One club. We are deserving of being in the Premiership where Hummus and Carrots living up there, the best team in Glasgow. But yeah, it's, I don't know. There's something, something funny at Partick where they almost just seem doomed to, doomed to the lower leagues again. For me, um,
0: I'm, I'm didn't, not a... like it, so...
1: did, it. didn't seem like an overly great result. Like it's a, it's an injustice. East Fife seemed to be all over it. Like that, that almost could have justifiably been a win for East Fife. There's been, I think, there's been uh, the woodwork's been hit. I think it's not been like Partick Thistle or or woeful. I think East Fife have been unlucky not to go on and win it and. Yeah, I think you've got a goal scorer and Brian Graham scoring. Obviously, Tiffany's turned himself into a bit of a, a resurgent no goal way. scorer, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think McCall will be. I don't know if you're buying anyone breakfast, I think he be just angry,
0: we'll desperately trying in, to think of
1: some menthols. Like,
0: I was gonna say, we'll be back in the menthols after that. There's a treble sub at half time, I'm sure. He brought on McKenna and uh, he took off Niang, I think, then And Williamson and brought on Rudden. Well, he's strong. used
1: all five. At some point, he
0: made a treble at half mm. yeah. no, no sympath- sim- i I'm not sympath, I don't tend to sympathise with Partick, but the shafting they got for their goal and sadly they win it. You see that the foul and Niang. Nicky Clark's oh. literally pushed them into the keeper and then he rolled it in the back. Mm. Absolutely, Brian
2: Graham's, Brian Graham's taken one to, to the chops as well in that game apparently
0: Aye. as well, but Aye. there's no footage of it. Well, but, do, um, how do you see it kind of panning out then, Mus? Um, what at that bottom end of the table because Clyde are picking up points, aren't they? Kind of slowly but but surely they're kind of hauling themselves out. they're six off Peter Head though with two games in hand. So to get back into that mid table pack, they need to get keep picking the results up, don't they? They play tomorrow night, I, so
2: it's far they need a result. Yeah, they need a result tomorrow night. That's that's huge. Like they win they beat Farfur then you could probably say it's a it's it's a maybe a two horse race at the bottom. It's, um, it's, I, I hate I hate to make a prediction, though, because anything, anything I'm happens not in the it.
0: it's, it's massive, isn't yeah. it? Because Saturday, Montrose Airdrie is huge, isn't it? Falkirk at home, to Clyde to, I like I've said, are literally just picking up points, four for plays, five. Partick have got to go up to Peterhead, like it's it's ridiculous, man. Um, <laughs> and and the splits are obviously closing in, closing in fast. Um, I don't know how I would do
1: it if it was as a manager but I'd be trying to emphasise if you're a team that's almost doomed to like bottom half for example a Clyde you're almost just saying go and just do all right until the uh, the playoffs until the split then post split like that's where all our points are having to come from because you can maybe pick up some points here or there but you just need to win your Mm -hmm. split games Mm -hmm. because you're almost like well we're going to be in the bottom half anyway so it doesn't matter if we're 10th or if we're 8th or we just need to not be losing our split uh, our split games because we can't really afford to let anyone else win all their games. But do you go and you just gung-ho it against the teams that are higher up than you when you're like on this run no, with them coming thick right. and I fast, or do you just try and maintain?
0: Like, See, if I'm a manager, what I'm trying to do is rest against teams above me and win, beat the teams around me, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, see, for me, just probably move on to League Two. See, for me, the top five are now the ones, the top five going into the split.
1: Yeah, and they'll they'll be in the same boat as well, where it's almost like it's usually the winners and then, the then some three three playoffs. Do you but see that think, the five? Yeah. Yeah. I do. And I see that being a, a longer, a, basically a longer playoff than the playoffs themselves because they're they're again just must-win games.
2: Mums, and, do you uh, see that another series of
1: must-wins. I don't I I'm
2: not gonna stick my neck out and say it because let's say let's say Peter head steal it against Park Thistle, they're up and that top five. Um, I don't know.
0: Okay,
2: is it more? I don't. I don't think. I don't think Peterhead will make it, but that's just an example of what could happen. Yeah. I think he's is five. It- he's five for the ones that are going to sneak in the back door. If anyone is, I
0: think it's more clear-cut in League Two, isn't it? Especially with Stanley last night kind of failing to be uh, failed to be breaking, didn't they at home? Um, no wait, they were at Brecon, sorry, but at Breachan, yeah. that's kind of cost them, I think, in terms of trying to catch the Stenrair and up. I think for me, again, the top five there will be the top five come come this week.
1: The late predictions on, lads, or the early yeah. predictions. <laughs> finally, the long con is on.
0: See when Brecon were running, and I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were not. I was thinking, yeah, James is going to be absolutely. They'll be dancing in the streets of James tonight with <laughs> this result, man.
1: Aye, was. It was all going. I, it seemed just a, a spectacular like, we're, we're going to do it, lads. It's going to be... It's not going to be... I think it's, it's going to one. be... But
0: Queen's Park will win it. Let's well, not be about the bush there. I think for me, the playoffs... I think the final positions in the top five are going to be the final positions in the top five.
1: We, well, You you asked last time um, t- to me when we were talking about League 2, if Stirling Albion and Queen's Park met, are Stirling Albion not going to go on and, and do the business and could they not win it and. I think last night showed that, that Queen's Park are just like I'd said at the time, they're just good enough just to go on and, and win. And yeah, I don't think double. Sterling are, are mm-hmm. consistent enough. And easily I could be sitting here and you could be good enough to be like, 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 Oh Sterling, I'll be in a class and Queen's Park aren't had the results sort of changed, but you know, well, I'll take the I'll take the glory while I can. But last
0: night they didn't need to play him as Robson didn't kick a ball. Bob McHugh wasn't required last night. And Carroll wasn't acquired last night. They were all on the bench, but but cho- well, obviously weren't needed. So mm. there's a full another kind of minutes in the bank. They managed to take off Doyle because they were winning. Uh, Louis Longridge, Kuderesa, uh, yeah. Katongo. You know I mean?
2: They still had enough to comfortably dispatch yeah. County, yeah. and uh, the, you know they're good enough to for their club Twitter to be acting wide and paying
0: yeah. um, up, games up that? Thing,
2: oh. like taunting Sterling Albion and stuff like that. So. Um, aye, they they know their home and host. And
0: yeah. I think the excitement's in the uh, bottom home. half now until the split slash yeah. playoffs. But I think I can't see Stranraer cap making the playoffs. They've got Edinburgh City, they've got Stirling Albion, they've got Steny, and uh, and in, in the next three games and the games are running out for me for Stranraer thick and fast. Uh, huge win for Elgin last night to kind of kind of keep them at arm's length, wasn't it? Stirling and, and Albion will be happy that. Elgin won obviously because the game kicked off late, the Elgin game didn't it. So I'm I was thinking of am Kevin Rukovic and we've just drew Albin Rovers, I'm supporting Elgin just in terms of keeping Sonara at kind of an arm's length. Um but two good results for Brecon and Albion and Dannon, So cow and beef were the ones that in the bottom half muzz that kind of dropped uh, dropped points last night.
2: Since the restart they've not got going at all. And mm-hmm. um, we've talked up how resilient they are and difficult to be, almost the Dumbarton of the league Two, but they've just not been able to grind out any real results. Breaking have flirted with better performances. Yeah, and yeah. They haven't been making a, a you know, the, the graph would be like a steady incline, yeah. but it's like last night's an example where they, they managed to, they managed to actually get over the line and get a point, but they played well against, I think it was Elgin, um, yeah, yeah. the week before, you know, they've, they've ran teams close, so they're getting there but obviously I think they're going to be they're uh, They going were beat 2-1 by Ilgin, but, but they, he, had a,
0: they had a man uh, sent off and gave him a penalty at the same time, Beacon, that kind of uh, killed uh, them uh, off. Uh, all... The
1: concern for, for Cowdenbeath for me, um, just to carry on with, with what Moz had been touching on was they've got five games like left of this, this section and their three away games are Steny, Albion and Brechin. Uh, and they're they're entertaining Elgin and Sterling Albion at home. So, is that is that like what you boys had said before? For you, you try not to get beaten off Elgin and Sterling, and maybe try and rest where you can. Or do you think Cowden just need to press on and and just win games?
0: If I'm Cowden, I'm maybe yeah, taking the, the, a, I'm maybe taking a hit against Sterling and Elgin. You know, and just kind of um, stockpiling for the for the free away game.
1: Because I think yeah, it's, it's Saturday, 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 Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, or, or certainly there's mid weeks. At least they're back to
0: having days. longer between games, but they need to. Um, it's almost like I think they need to preserve bodies for the bigger games, personally speaking. But the risk is that goal difference is already bad, but Brekins is ten worse. Uh, Cowden, so um, if they the can nail those, that last one game one against
1: Brekin those... going into the split, that's you just don't have to be as bad as Brekin in that week.
0: I'll be in. Cowden, Cowden are probably, in probably worse, wanting those.
2: <laughs> Cowden are probably wanting those three games at home and the two away, the two yeah. against
1: Ronan Elgin away. Don't um, want to ideally, go up to Brecon but... when you need it or away at Albion Rovers when you need it. Like Those are your away games.
0: That's... But they're not going to need it. No, it depends out.
1: what the away game splits are going to split look like as well. Uh,
0: it's all going to come down to split, isn't it? But you want to be hanging in going into the split. Um, so just kind of browsing. Steny play Cowden tomorrow. That'll make up the kind of games in hand and. It's a lot easier to read than League One because that will bring everybody up to the same. Fourteen games played. Big games this weekend. You're probably looking at Breek and Albion Rovers um, and Stranara and Edinburgh City as kind of the big, big ones. Um, but, Muzz, are you kind of the agreement that the tables, the top half and bottom half are kind of split in terms of that's a five and that's a five?
2: I think so, we'll yeah. we play this I...
0: clip back next week when it's totally different?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Stenny are, are, are being too inconsistent at the moment. Um, even if they win tomorrow, it's, they're still a whole three points off um, Stranar. I with
0: um, fab- a worse goal difference. Although, albeit, they're only seven goals off, but still.
2: Yeah, and then you're like, well, Stranraer have got a tricky game at home to Edinburgh City, but then Stenny are at home to Queen's Park. So it's not aye. as if they've got a serious opportunity to to uh, gain ground on them. They would need a miraculous result there. So aye, I I would go, I would agree with that. It's a bit more safe to predict. uh than
0: League One. League One's a mumble-jumble, and it's the one that's absolutely just kind of riot so um, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll end it there um, just that I, say, I was just a kind of whistle stop of League 1 and League 2 with I kind of thought so far so from what we're saying is League 2 is almost set and it's split in League One's kind of getting there um, but as always if you've got any questions that you want us to kind of answer on the podcast or just on Twitter or, or YouTube let's like say get in touch with us in the comments on YouTube, Twitter at Turnstiles there and um, Maz, what are you looking forward to this weekend in terms of League One and League Two action? Are you headed anywhere? Uh,
2: I'm looking forward to going back to Station Park um, to watch the ball get absolutely thundered from end to end.
0: And you should try for it. Aye, um, You're not even got a brided for your for hassle. Uh,
2: that's the only downside. Either catering's not mm-hmm. open anyway, unless you go to Town Castle
1: apparently, allegedly.
0: James, game of the Day in League
1: One or League Two for you? Quite dully, but also not really. Um,
0: if you were to buy a stream, what would game would it be?
1: I think Peterhead Partick could be an interesting one. Um, staring down the barrel of that Montrose Airdrie, I think are two good games. I'd um, be
0: watching Montrose Airdrie if I had to think. In aye, terms of quality of, of football, me, and uh, it's
1: is. like you just you just like watching, like Partick just struggling a wee bit for me. <laughs> just, because he could go and romp uh, it and it could be a right good game of football and it'll be class attacking play and Ross Dockett will be smashing into folks or they'll just get pumped. And... There's
0: something to be said for the aesthetics in Montrose Erdry which will probably be a good game like said, there's also something to be said for look, Ross Dockett smashing at 50-50s, 50, 50, elbow's flying, the camera cutting Dean McCall and his like jacket on something like this and he's got that Tammy on there uh, and uh, the wind's blowing so
1: Montrose is for the nerds basically, <laughs> it's for the, the statues and the the boys just want to see how you like. Well, oh, this could be a right good match up of this and this. <laughs> Peterhead part could be, like it's it's vital for both teams that they go out and do something in that game. Aye. And to be fair, Adrian Montrose as well, but they're both relatively sorted where they are. But I that one.
0: I think breaking and will be a corker as well. Um, that's the game I. That aye, do could just aye, be a fizzy,
1: dull nothingness. The way <laughs> like.
0: Not... As I'd, one... I'd pay
2: over the odds to, to watch that, I think.
0: Do you think Peyton and Brian Reid, if they could, would just meet before it and just both take a point?
1: Shake hands in the centre circle.
0: <laughs> Knowing that Kevin the <laughs> got Elgin. Just be like, right, we're both a point closer sort to of the county let's see you after the split. We'll see what happens. Aye, although the shit. So, so that winds up this episode. Let's say thanks very much for watching. If you could like it and subscribe to the channel, it would us massively. <laughs> Yeah, uh, You like that, man, uh, Any questions, anything, let us say, any feedback, let us know on, on YouTube or on Twitter. And we'll see you again next week, Thursday, 12 noon. Have a good one. Cheers. Whatever game you're watching, enjoy it. And if we've not sold cheers. you on any of those free games, there's something wrong with you, not us. But cheers. Bye-bye.